Hello and welcome to my podcast, Hip Hop in Scotland. My name is Kevin Nisbet. Today I will discuss the history of hip hop and the underground culture of the current hip hop scene in Scotland. I have two special guests that are current in the Scottish hip hop scene Dave Hook and Skinny Malinky. Hip hop originally began in the 1970s in the South Bronx in New York City, but it wasn't until the 1980s before it spread to Scotland. I interviewed artist Skinny Malinky backstage in a club after his show and got his views on how he discovered hip hop and how he got into the game. I got into hip hop through my mate Mark. He gave me an NWA tape back in 1997 and since then I've been hooked. Some of my influences include obviously NWA, Tupac, Biggie, Eminem and D12, especially Proof, the Wu-Tang Clan, Rakim, Ill Bill, Necro, Apathy and Self-Title just to mention a few. Hip hop for me was a movement. I could see the love that was expressed through the music and I wanted to be a part of that. I googled Scottish hip hop and I discovered an artist called Eastbourne. After discovering Eastbourne and listening to the way that he flowed on a beat and the lyrics he was using with the Scottish accent, I knew that that was definitely the career path I wanted to go down. I can give you an example of some raps if you want. Yo, we keep on expanding in graffiti and rapping. Call us Scottish crime writers just like Ian Rankin. Hip hop addict and I'm hoping to stop. But like a chain smoker's family, you know that I'm not. The flow that I got in ciphers puts foes on the spot. I can create pictures perfectly like Photoshop. Jaws it flows when I drop, I spit words that give visuals. Like being on DMT or feeling spiritual. I'm bringing a fever with the illness, making your pupils dilate. Like when a pill hits. Ha! The next guest I'd like to introduce is one of Scotland's most well-known hip-hop artists. I got the chance to catch up with Dave Hook the frontman for alternative hip-hop band Stanley Odd outside a nightclub in Edinburgh to get his views on hip-hop from the beginning. Those who are involved in, in hip-hop in Scotland and have been doing it are aware of its history and Scottish hip-hop has its own pioneers that were making brilliant records like world-class quality music back to the early 1990s with like Two-Tone Committee and Steg G and the Freestyle Master, Damaged Goods, all these guys that were doing stuff to a really high standard for a long time. At that time there was the, the other elements were represented as well like graffiti art and DJ breakdancing and all this sort of stuff. So it's been around for a long time. It does feel like in the last five years or so, for some reason, it's started to become more of a widely recognised and accepted art form outside of hip-hop culture itself. So you're seeing acts on bills that are a lot more diverse than they used to be and you're seeing people playing to a, a lot wider audiences that aren't necessarily just a straight hip-hop crowd. I spoke to Dave about what he thinks makes Scottish hip-hop different from American hip-hop and whether Scottish hip-hop will ever reach the mainstream popularity. The thing about hip-hop at its core is it's about where you're from and it's about social referencing and telling stories with a true authentic voice. You can't do that and not do it in your own accent and you can't do that and not tell true stories. It wouldn't make sense for us to talk about giant rims on cars and guns and swimming pools and stuff like that because it's not the life that we know. You have to tell stories that are real and true to you. So I think probably one of the main differences really is just that, that wherever it is you're from, the, the music you make is reflected in your 
their surroundings. I think it's being recognised as a valid art form more and more, and I feel like it's taking a while for people to recognise it. Is the Scottish accent marketable, and why do some Scottish acts hide theirs? Well, I'm delighted to see how prevalent Scottish accents become in music recently, not just in rap. Obviously, it's, this has been a big year for Scotland in terms of the independence referendum and lots of self-reflection and looking at what we are as a community and what we are as a society. So it maybe has caused quite a lot of reflection on other aspects of society. So it's interesting how much more confident Scottish musicians have become in performing in their own voices. You know, and you can see that from rap music, which for which it's a must anyway, I would say, through to like acts 10, 15 years ago, like Bell and Sebastian Arab Strap were doing it. Before that, the only people that you knew that were doing it in mainstream consciousness was the Proclaimers. And now you look at everybody from Biffy Clyro to Churches to Twin Atlantic singing in their own voices, in their own accents. So it's great to see that for me, I move away from that, that transatlantic kind of nobody's accent.